0: Welcome to another episode of a need to read this episode is the return of Sinead Hegarty it's been a while since I've spoken to her but we got to sit down and have a chat about all things books grief personality types journaling meditation relationships. So many things we got to have a chat about, and I'm super grateful that I managed to have a conversation with her because I draw a lot of inspiration from Sinead, and I'm sure you guys will too from this conversation. But before I get into it, just a quick word from our sponsors. Now, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp provides an online therapy service to millions of people around the world. That therapy service can be done by video, telephone. You can even send emails to your therapist if you're not comfortable sitting down and having a Zoom conversation with someone. It's all done on a secure service. There is an app for you to communicate with your therapist if there's anything specific that you think about throughout the week and you want to speak to them, you can send them a message and let them know. So if it is something that you've been thinking about recently, just give it a go. You answer a few questions, you put in contact with a therapist within 48 hours and of course, as I mentioned, you actually get 10% off as a need to read listener. So the information for that is in the description. But for now, let's hand over to myself and Sinead for one of the best conversations that I've had this year.
1: This is weird because we're in person.
0: No, I know And I'm like
1: looking right into your eyes and I haven't never done a podcast in person before.
0: Are you feeling nervous?
1: I am, I actually just looking at you right now. I'm really nervous. Yeah. Oh my God, okay. How am I? I'm very well, thank you. I've just got to Bali, so. I
0: know you've just come out of three long months in lockdown, maybe. Is it three or just over three?
1: Um, it's been a, it feels like a year. Like there was only like three or four months really that we um didn't have a lockdown, so a good eight months there.
0: Yeah, and you were here before all of the initial lockdown started.
1: I was in Thailand.
0: You're in Thailand? Oh yeah, yeah of course, of course. We've spoken about that before. Um, obviously, if anyone listening hasn't listened to mine and Sinead's first episode, listen to that and just see the glow up in my confidence as an interviewer. Because <laughs> um, fucking Sinead is scary.
1: I'm not that scary. She's
0: uh she knows a lot. Yeah, well, you know a lot. Sorry, I'm speaking to you. I'm not speaking to um yeah. people at home. I'm glad to have you here, even though I'm leaving soon. I know. I've tried um,
1: my best to get you to stay. I, have I convinced you? Even the tiniest bit?
0: I'm. I'm more sad that I'm leaving, as as I get closer to the day. Yeah. But I know that it's for the greater good. And you have to do what's for the greater good sometimes.
1: Okay. Well, at least you can always come back.
0: Yeah, always come back. The world's not going anywhere, even as much as the world would like us to think that's the case. But um, so you had lockdown. How'd you deal with it, firstly? Because there's people that are still going to be in lockdown. It's going to be going on until June 21st in the UK, and then Ireland, who knows? What were you doing?
1: (laughs) exactly what was I mean I just read self-developed I did a lot of courses online I just had to have like a bit of a routine but Mm. I think like the important thing is to not put too much pressure on yourself like I think I stopped dieting and like exercising in that way because I was just like this is not the time to be like in a calorie deficit this is not the time like this is the time to have like a high immune system and just like get by so Mm. I think like when you just manage each day and you just cope like that's enough like don't look at anyone else and think oh what are they doing like if you've coped that day then I think that's enough and I think it's good now because there's a light at the end of the tunnel I know June 21st might seem a long way long way away but it's it feels like hope i feel like there's a lot of hope in there right now and Mm. sometimes you know as that book um, everything is fucked yeah all we need is hope
0: yeah i um it's it like you it's good that you said about that because i was wondering because you've told me how much you struggled on some days you know i just can't be bothered i was just waiting i was baiting you then to see if you'd tell a porky pie and say like i was super productive every single day (sighs) but like were there days when you were just like i just can't be asked to do anything you just stay in bed like
1: Yeah, like I just took on a whole different level of, like the last few months, I literally, like I wouldn't always get up before seven or, you know, eight at the latest. And then these last few months, I've just been getting up like 10 or 11. And I'm just like, what's the point? And it was really, really hard to deal with that way. And that's why, you know, my mom and dad were so, so happy that I was going to Bali. Because they could just see it in me. They could just see that I wasn't getting up. I wasn't doing the things that I was usually doing. I wasn't like, I was just like, oh, like huffing and puffing about. Yeah. Which was fair enough because... But then some days were amazing. Like some days I was just like, oh my God, on top, like finishing a whole course or finishing a book. And then other days I just didn't even pick up the book or, yeah. I can't. especially after Christmas, you just fall out of it a little bit. And then you're trying to put so much pressure on yourself to get back. But as long as I didn't put the pressure on, but obviously there's still pressure always like. Yeah. When you've got all the eyes looking at you sometimes.
0: Yeah. That's the thing is you, you help a lot of people. Like you've, I've only known you in person for like 24 hours. My God. Do you get a lot of like messages and stuff from people like you are a true Agni aunt um, (laughs) when it comes to relationships and stuff like that. And I suppose that's kind of is that why you've started the podcast as a place sort of as like a one stop shop for the issues people come to you with. Is I think that what started it?
1: I think what started me is the fact that I just wanted to completely keep talking on my story about <laughs> all the things I have learned yeah. and then I was like my story's full stops like i I have to stop and then I was like I have to find another way and people that asked me about doing podcasts so much so much and then I just thought like I don't know how to make a podcast but then I was like, I need to listen to my own advice because mm-hmm. like I need to think of solution based thinking and then at the end of the day I can just find out how to make a podcast and you taught me how to make a podcast yeah yeah. (laughs) I (laughs) rang you and you just told me everything and then I just did it and then it's easy right yeah and the thing for me is like if I want to do something unless I hit my goal out there for everyone to see I'm not going to get to it like if I put it in the back burner like I just put up a first of all I just put up a poster saying my podcast hadn't a clue how to do anything and was like (laughs) yep now I have to do it
0: yeah sorry about that noise everyone I just uh (laughs) hit the mic with some water but I like that because a lot of people just have ideas and they just sit there yeah. dormant until at some point, someone, someone else will grab that idea from the universe and take it for their own.
1: Yeah, that's the whole point of like when you get intuition, somebody else takes the idea if you don't take it. I yeah. think that happened to me last year for sure. What was? Because I had wrote a journal. Yeah. And it was a really, really, really intense goals journal and I was just... I just, I just didn't believe in myself. Like I didn't, like I was just like, this sound stupid, is this too much? And then I kept adding and adding and adding. It was just like, there was just no, like there was no end to it because I was just couldn't stop. And then it came to the point where I was just like, you know what, like why am I putting out a goal runner in the middle of a pandemic? Yeah. And then like, I just didn't <clears throat> bother. And then and Siobhan had read it and she's like, it's so so good, it's gonna help so many people. And then I just didn't believe myself and then someone else took the idea. More than one person, there was loads of people that brought out journals this year. And yeah. I was like, That is the universe saying telling me that if I don't do it, someone else is gonna do it.
0: Yeah. But there's it, room
1: for everyone's journal. Just let you
0: know. That is very, very true. Mm. That is true. I think um, journaling how long have you journaled for?
1: Um, oh god, I don't know. Since two thousand seventeen.
0: And what do you journal? Do you just brain dump or do you have specific questions that are like non-negotiable each day?
1: It sort of depends because in lockdown there's not much really going on to deal with, but I like to reflect on really past behaviours and how things come up for me, especially because I'm in a new relationship. So if things come up where I start to get anxious, maybe he didn't text back or something, or maybe, um, I don't know, something something so normal, but I'll notice my behaviour like, I'll get into fight or flight. I'll get real I'll start thinking he's doing something when he's not. And then yeah. instead of reacting, I go to my journal. I'm telling you, my journal has actually saved me and like made me I don't know. That like I will just write down why I feel like that and like where that condition can come from and mm. then how I can reflect on it and then how I can move forward. <laughs> and then I honestly think that I have reconditioned and unlearned so much since this relationship. It's like I unlearned everything that I ever learned about. And that was because of my journal. Like, oh my God, if anyone read my journal, like, would die? Yeah. There's so much on that. But, like, the general gist of journal is I I do a feedback loop. So I'll be like, what happened yesterday and what could I have done better? What made me feel bad? And what made me feel good? So then I know what makes me feel good Mm. if something made me feel bad. And then what can I do? And then, obviously, I do goals for the month. Yeah. And I do goals and today's intentions. Because if you read it down, then you're more likely to do it
0: yeah definitely what are your what's your because we spoke about goals the other day and it's good I always get not like triggered but just get emotionally I'm like shut up even if I ask someone for help and we spoke the other day about goals and you had quite a good way of getting it out of me sort of why it was and what would your advice be for people setting goals in terms of making them happen
1: oh yeah oh yeah i forgot about that actually when mm. i got your because you have to get some energy behind the goal like you can't just be like i want to have money well why do you want to have money what has given you that strength mm. what what makes you really want to have money and most you have to you have to think of the why or else it's just going to sit there yeah. so what was it we did for you you wanted so we i was just doing your goals and you were like i want 17k followers this month yeah. and i was like why and how many times did i have to say why to get that out of you
0: you said quite a few times and it was just like it's not because I was like, oh, I just want 17,000 because it looks good. It's like, I just genuinely want people to listen to the podcast and to change because it's happened to me through reading. Yeah. Education beyond school, I think is far more important than in school.
1: Yeah, but like I took, you were just like, I want more people to listen to the podcast, right? But but then the main why, the, the positive, energy behind that goal was because you were once lost and you were found because yeah. of books so you now have to reach out to your audience and like everyone is your past self yeah so everyone needs your guidance at that point mm. and then when you know that's your goal then it's not just a number because you can't you can't focus on the number you have to focus yeah. on what you have like i said that to you last night as well it was like going on about numbers and i was like people always say like how can i grow my following and i say no, no no do not concentrate on growing your following it's the same thing in manifesting life like you have to you have to look after what you have so I my job is to always al- always look after the people that follow me and if I give them value then that will probably grow but I, for right now that's it if you have five followers and you re- and you just work on on those five followers those five followers could buy your 40 pound like plan yeah, Or whatever you're doing. And then that's you starting. And then they could <clears> tell their friend. Because your quality for those five people was so good. And I just feel like you need to concentrate on what you have. And like not thinking of lack. Because yeah. what do you call that book? Want. The the Midnight Library.
0: Yeah, yeah. Want
1: is just concentrating on the lack.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I don't remember that specific quote. But that is good.
1: Yeah. Do you want I me to f- get the quote? I have it on my phone. No,
0: nah, no, nah, It's alright. Yeah. It's alright. You say one is just... It's protein. just
1: the word "want" is just lack because you want something else. But if you're yeah. grateful for everything that you have at this present moment, there is n- like everything attracts. Mm. And that was like somebody asked me that question the other day. Actually, they were like, "What's your most successful thing at at this point? To this point?" And you know, you could turn around and say like this event, this event, this book, this business idea. But for me, it was just that one day where I was in a hut in Thailand, and mm. I had one i think i had one book at the time i was reading a book and i just felt complete i just felt, and i was making a fiver a week on book affiliates and i was like i am getting people to read and i'm getting paid for people to buy books it's not very much but i was getting paid a fiver a week and it was keeping me going it was paying my hot rent yeah and i was like that's all i need this is literally all i need and when i knew that that's all i needed it was like everything just attracted to me because i didn't concentrate on wanting anything else i just concentrated yeah. on what i had at that moment and i would have inner peace and i was happy with myself and i was becoming i was evolving so i think people need to concentrate on just what they have yeah rather than what they want yeah it is but crazy. it's good to have the goal but you yeah. have the goal and you leave it up for the universe yeah and then you just concentrate on feeling good then
0: yeah, and concentrate on the actions. I suppose it will just get you towards that goal. Is uh, that whole thing about earning the five from books making you feel good? Like I remember in October, I made thirty-seven pounds minus postage and packaging for selling some bookmarks oh, just yeah. to like people on my email list, and like I had like what like six hundred people on my email list. I think like fifteen people bought the bookmarks.
1: Yeah, see, because you're looking after them,
0: and I was buzzing getting 37 quid and it wasn't in the month i think it was in the day that i got 37 quid and i rang up my friend giles and i was like oh my god mate i've just made 37 pounds selling bookmarks yeah and he was like oh that's sick he's like i just made 900 selling some like software to someone and i was like this isn't a competition but i fucking guarantee i feel better than
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no because you're doing the thing that you love
0: yeah like i actually love this shit like i get my job now is making people read or getting people to read or bringing yeah. books that can change people's lives to their attention from like a, just a, a person that if you pass me on the street or used to speak to me you wouldn't expect me to read like, and now I influence people to read I know it's mental
1: it's the best thing ever like see when I go to look at my stats as well for um, how many books I've sold and stuff like that and I, I don't look at any of the other affiliate things I do I just look at the books and I'm like I have Three hundred thousand clicks on books so it's like that many people have decided to go and look at that book and see if it's for them don't know if they bought it but.
0: yeah i think the one thing that i have recognized about you is look i we spoke about this last night like i judge people hard right and i'm skeptical of everyone right but the thing about you is like you've just genuinely got like really good intentions
1: yeah as in like is in like I don't judge people or I just um, trust everyone
0: I think you've like you don't judge people which I don't know if I necessarily agree with but just as a person like you're, you, you have a genuine passion for something yeah whereas a lot of people on the internet might like see it as like inauthentic yeah cause, I don't think you come across as inauthentic but yeah I'd still be like thinking oh maybe she secretly got this like dark side but like it doesn't I think you'd be well, if you're hanging out with Siobhan, she's your best friend if I'm there, like your dark side would be coming out. Yeah. And I think it's just it's just nice to see.
1: And Siobhan would probably tell you. Yeah, it, she would definitely but, but, told me by pro- now. Yeah, and she probably says some nice things because she gets really shocked by my trust in people and how I just give everyone the benefit of the doubt, no matter, yeah. no matter if they fuck me over, because I've been fucked over as well, like in so many different ways. But I'm like, I choose to still give them kindness because I feel like sometimes, when a person who's not used to being trusted gets that trust even when they didn't deserve it it then makes them want to be a better person yeah because then they're like oh my god there actually is good people out here
0: that's crazy do you know what that reminds me of because i've just finished to kill a mockingbird yeah um in the book someone's gonna like beat up the dad because he's protecting a uh, black guy who's in court and it was like
1: Atticus is at- the-
0: yeah it's Atticus Atticus yeah. Finch is about to get beaten up by someone at the school's dad and the kid's there and it's just like, Oh how's your son? I go to school with your son, how's your son doing? Um will you let him know that I say hi and because like the kid's so kind to yeah. the person, he just like he's like, oh he's quite shocked. So he just changed his mind about beating up or killing yeah. the, killing the dad. And then you know, the whole like kill him with kindness thing. Yeah. Sometimes I catch myself saying it. And I'm like, actually, it's not about killing them with kindness. It is kind of just about just being kind. Like, yeah. it's not about the kill part. It's just about the kind part.
1: And it just comes back to you. Like, there's so many stories that will just come back. Actually, somebody went into back to the day because they had read my email about kindness.
0: Mm. And
1: I was just telling a story about kindness. And then they came back and it was very... Oh, sorry about that noise. Um, there's very similar situations. So, basically, this girl was late for her interview. And she was getting, somebody just like cut her off and was Mm. like, you know, like road rage or whatever. And she could have chose to be like, what are you actually conflict, you know what I mean? And then like she turned around and was like, gone ahead and was like really nice and waved to her. She went into that interview and the person that was interviewing was the person that she let go.
0: No way.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah. So then the other, the story that I told on my email list was, Oh, it's, oh, it never hurts to be kind basically so this guy was walking and somebody banged right into him and you'll notice that if anyone does anything to me on the street or anything I'm still so kind I'm still so yeah, yeah. and um, anyway so he bangs into this man and then like I mean gives him a, like a big thump on the head and he just turns around and he's, like really nice and the guy's like oh my god I'm so sorry and he's just like oh my god no don't worry and had a little laugh and then he was going to a date and then like the date was like the person that answered the door was her dad and her dad was that person and then that that girl was his wife, like ended up being his wife. So yeah. like imagine if he was so angry, they, like there would have been a bad impression there. And it always comes back to you, like being kind always, always, always comes back. Like I've never, like see, since I've ever changed my whole vibration and energy, I can't even tell you how much good things have happened to me.
0: Yeah, And like, you seem to have like quite a nice life. You seem to have your head screwed on. Yeah. I say seem to, it sounds like it's quite condescending, but like it's, subjective and it's up to you to decide whether you've got it all together yeah but like what's what's the what's what's happened to you because like you're saying like you were earning a fiver from books but like now obviously you're (laughs) running like successful businesses like you told me your plans like you've you've got big things coming
1: yeah i think the the thing about businesses is is that there's just no you have to have no fear
0: Mm. like you have
1: to always always be able to go back and work in a bar like for me I always thought that I just thought sure if I just go for it then I can just go back and work in a bar and like people sometimes have that what do you call that like a bit of an ego where they couldn't go from that whereas I would be happy enough to go back to that so I always think if I just take the chance and do what I love and there's so many things that I've done like and then I was like oh that's not actually for me Mm. so it's just about trial and error and it's I think the first big thing is the, the first big risk is the first one was remember I was telling you about it last night so I did my first ever event yeah but I was working I was working on the farm actually I was in the farm in Australia I was literally skint right up until I went to the farm but because you can't go out because you're just in the farm all the time so yeah. I saved a bit of money so I saved four thousand dollars which is like two thousand pound and I had this idea like I was on that Kunt Diary, yeah, I was yeah, hating yeah. men. Basically, I was ready I was ready to come back in the market and I was like, I'm gonna have a singles <laughs> event where there's only single people. And I was like, how the hell do I do this? And to, to this day, I'm like, how did I pull that together? And um, it was gonna cost me $4,000. Like it literally was gonna cost me every single thing. And I just went and I did that. Like I just, I did it, I made, and then I made $12,000. Yeah. And then that first thing, cause I remember thinking, I've been skint before, so I can just be skint mm. again. And like being skint was the biggest lesson for me because I used to have always have money in my bank, like not a much, like a grand. But I would, yeah. but then I had nothing to the point where I was eating cans of tuna for my yeah, dinner because. Cute. And then I was like, it's not the worst thing in the world. I'm not going to die. At least if I do it and it doesn't succeed, I can go back to eating tuna, and at least I've tried. Yeah. And then obviously I tried, but obviously I spent that money on my mom and dad coming over, but...
0: Yeah, but like, that's what money's for, right? Money, yeah. Yeah, it's not just going to sit there forever. Yeah, I'm still in like two minds about that myself. Like now that I'm starting to get a little bit more money in, like I need to pay back some of my savings that I spent over the last year, like because like, I didn't earn any money last year. Yeah, And I was working on the need to read for all year. Mm. Like just like a lot of work just for nothing. And now it started coming in. I'm like, oh, do I do I bother to pay that back, or I just, I just see that as an investment and just treat myself. Like all I want to do is buy more books anyway, and just like buy nice little.
1: What kind of investment are you thinking of it?
0: I just chuck them in premium bonds because then I get to win something every now and then. It's quite nice. And really? I didn't yeah. know you did stuff like that. Huh?
1: I didn't know you did stuff like that.
0: Yeah, like and I don't care enough to people. Be like, Oh, won't you invest in crypto? I'm like, sure, mate. Like you just, it's just nothing. Like. At some point, that bubble will burst, and even if it doesn't, I'm happy to miss out. Yeah. If, if you
1: have spare money, like yeah. invest in what you want.
0: I'm never happy enough to lose it. Yeah. And like I know I've got like a r- I used to have a real gambling problem, right? Okay,
1: like, then stop with your things. I yeah. have a real bad problem with the, gambling. So the premium, <laughs> not me, but is yeah, it like no, no, no. I've dealt with a gambling addiction and, and with with a loved one? So
0: yeah. The, well, the premium bonds is you literally put it there. It either doesn't go up, or you win a premium bonds and the odds are like 24,000 to one. I had X amount in there, so I was pretty much set to win like every month. In the first Mm. few months, I was like, ooh, 300 quid. I could put that in a normal bank and get like 1% on it every year, or I could put it in like a thing, but I just don't care. Yeah, I'm I'm the same. uh,
1: And everyone was like to me, what are you going to do with your money? And then I had to have a financial advisor. And then for a long time, I just didn't do anything. Yeah, my money I was just like, can I not just have it in my bank? Because I had money for taking my whole family away. I had money for taking all my friends away. So I want to take everyone to Vegas just because I feel like I don't want to spend my money on these things like and then I was like, what do I want? And I'm like, I want to spoil my friends and family and be like, I can do that this year. So I put all that money away for that. And then obviously Corona and then like this pressure at home was like buy a house or do this yeah it was I, and like now i'm sitting here like whoa like i nearly bought a house that's crazy mm. and then like they're like oh you need to do something i'm like well do i people are do so
0: so in everyone else's business i did invest so, though yeah
1: i did invest did you yeah i did low invest or medium risk oh yeah. Funds, that, yeah but
0: that's the kind of thing like you might make some money from that for me it's worth the chance that i get to check every first of the month to see if i've won 25 quid i'd pay 250 quid for that every year yeah true. <laughs> i like sound um anyway we don't need to talk about money money <laughs> is fucking boring um what have you been reading
1: oh okay right so i'm reading as you um come as you are yeah and um, the one i was telling you about this morning and then i just finished i finished the midnight library i finished never greener Never greener Yeah, that's a fiction. That's my first fiction. I've no Midnight Library is my first fiction I ever finished because I'm not night. a big fiction fan, but I've been re- getting really into it. So what do you like about
0: it now? Because um, you obviously re- hadn't tried it properly before.
1: <laughs> it's really quickly read because you don't have to stop and take notes. Yeah. Um. So I like the f- satisfaction of finishing a book quicker than I would usually because commas has got so much information that i have to stop mm. and then i have to talk about it because if i don't talk about it and preach about it if i it's not that i forget it's just an easier way to
0: it's a good way to remember it it's yeah by that's
1: that's the way that you remember it. so anything that i've ever spoke about on my instagram story or anything like that like i remember and i can speak back to people at no point yeah. whilst the things i don't preach about then i kind of forget until someone brings it up
0: yeah i know what you mean yeah but i think that's kind of how your brain works like obviously you're quite yeah. intelligent um thanks we were like speaking about your school stuff yesterday but if you just speak about it once and you can remember it that's really good i'd speak about things a few times i never put too much pressure on myself like when i'm reading to remember it because i'm like if it's if it's going to stick in my brain it's going to stick in my brain that's good yeah if it doesn't i'm not that bothered unless i find it super interesting
1: for me like when I read it's like I read for my followers because obviously I get my question box every day there's hundreds and thousands of questions and I'm like that's gonna answer that question that's gonna answer that question and then I write it's nothing to do with me most of the time yeah I mean some of it is obviously to do with me but most of the time I'm like I can use this for them this is gonna help them so that's why everything that's why I read everything because I'm just like that will help them yeah but yeah that's the books I'm reading what's the other one I just finished I'm reading wild as well that's only fiction. It's taking me ages to read as well.
0: Is it not good?
1: It's just uh, tracking up a mountain. Like she's just tracking up a mountain. Yeah. And I'm just like, getting every detail, but I'm like, I'm one of those people that you always tell me not to, but I have to finish.
0: Oh, uh, really?
1: Yeah. Well, I haven't finished Green Lights, but.
0: Yeah. Well, I th- I think everyone should read that, but you you know the importance of journaling, like you know the importance of believing in yourself. You know all of this yeah. stuff. Like so for you, it's it's not that it's pointless, but it's like. You don't really need a reminder of that because you kind of like your life reminds you of that every day.
1: Yeah. And plus, I just felt like there was a lot of mumbo jumbo and green lights. Yeah. But like things like come as you are, like that is literally scientific evidence on like how to have better sex. Yeah. And how to and all the stuff we don't know about.
0: Yeah. Is it for guys as well? I think me and Jenny yeah. spoke about this one actually. Well,
1: it's pink. It's a pink book, which kind of, re- it's annoying. Because mm. my book's pink. And I'm like, why did I read it out? Because so many boys re- like, wrote to I me read such it nice messages. Yeah. And I'm like I should have made it green. Yeah. That's a good psychological color for buying as well. What are you going to write next? Well. What? What
0: are you going to write next?
1: Um writing a breakup bible. Okay. Yeah, but I've only done like one chapter. I felt so uninspired in my room at home. Yeah. And I was like I'm going to wait till I'm in about ba- in Bali in a cafe. But I have started it. I've wrote a few chapters. It's basically like cuz I think like the most your my inbox would break your heart with heartbreak like with and then everyone's self-worth is on this other person as a partner. And then they're just lost without them. So I'm writing a breakup Bible on how to, yeah, yeah just the best, it's it's got to do with journaling as well. Like after a breakup, journaling is so, so, so important. There's like two different sides. So you've got, you need to write what, why you broke up and what you deserve. Yeah. yeah. Because people just want them back because the pain is so hard, but I'm just like, okay, what do you want? What qualities do you want in a partner? And you write them down in the, the page and then you're like, does this person give it to me? then you can just be reminded. And you also have to write down the times where you were lying in bed like with anxiety, thinking they were doing something.
0: We spoke about this last night.
1: Yeah, So and people forget about that because they just want to feel <laughs> like someone loves them. But they forget about all the times where they lay awake at night and they slip their hand under the pillow to put in their phone and read their masters and then shake and then couldn't say anything. Yeah. And I'm like, you forget about those nights. And then if you write them down, you will be reminded of why you're broken up mm. and also you need to have put a purpose to the relationship like it can be something so small like my last relationship he was the first secure person I went out with and I thank him for letting me understand what it's like to be with a secure person yeah and like I always be like oh, thank you so much for that and I was really grateful for that and that that relationship had a purpose
0: yeah they all like they all do at some point I remember when I was journaling when my ex broke up with me. <laughs> And it was like a week before I was like, "Oh, she's not being that much nice to be at the moment. Maybe we should break up." And the next day I was like, "Oh, no, nah, maybe we shouldn't." And like two days after that, I was like, "She's dumped me." Yeah. <laughs> so like obviously she was getting ready to get rid, and I was like, "I can't. I must have seen the signs." But you yeah, know, of course, it's like? like emotional
1: just, distance and energy. Like if you know anything about energy, like you can feel yeah. energy, even if you. Do you ever feel like someone's watching, like, do you ever, like, be looking straight and someone's behind you and you can feel someone looking at you?
0: Nah.
1: No, you can't. It's I mean, It's I, energy, I mean, you, you can turn around can. and you know someone's looking at you. Yeah. Because it's energy. So yeah. you felt the energy between you and her and you knew.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's just funny that I was written like, oh, maybe we should break up. And, like, I would have never have done it. I didn't have the stones yeah. for it. But, and then it just, it just came and hit me and I was like, oh, damn.
1: Do you think she ever, like, listens to any of your podcasts or, like, sees what you're up to? Um, and he's like, "Why is he talking about me?" Nah. I always someone used to think that I'd be like, oh "God, my ex must be like, here we go again."
0: I mean, I would never say anything bad about her. Yeah. Like Same. I, I, and I genuinely don't even think anything bad about her. I think she's alright. Yeah. Like, it was just nothing, your issues, really, at the time. Yeah, it was your insecurities. Yeah. Like for me, I'm like, I'd love to just message him, like, "Hey, by the way, sorry about this behavior, this behavior, this behavior, this behavior." Yeah. Don't da- Don't blame me for breaking up with me. Like.
1: You can do that if you want. I think that's a good bit Can't of close. be asked. Yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of was, irrelevant too. Oh
0: my God. So when, when I first came back from Australia last year, I I started like smoking weed in the morning and stuff. I was walking my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, it was about seven in the morning. I messaged her on Facebook. I was like, hey, uh, we should do something soon. And she messaged me back at like 11 o'clock at night saying, hey, don't think that's a good idea. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to lie, me neither. I was well stoned. and I just thought oh. maybe that, that would be right. And I was like, but the only thing worse than someone that messages their ex is someone that messages their ex and deletes the message. <laughs>
1: oh, no, and no, no, no. But you, sometimes you need that closure because...
0: Yeah, like sometimes you just need to have that moment of weakness. Like, oh. and then you realise like straight away, like, oh, I actually don't want that at all. Yeah. I would not want that.
1: But you got closure from that or is that was that you seek, trying to seek some closure?
0: Who knows what I wanted? I just like, sometimes I have random ideas. And I'm very impulsive, so I just act on them. Yeah. Um. Because then you know if it's out of the way, then.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean.
0: Yeah, if think if I think something three times, I have to say it or do it. Because I'm like, gotta make some space. If you think of your brain as like a um, hourglass, <laughs> right? And you think of all these ideas that are then like blocking it up, and you're like, you're not acting on these things. As soon as you start letting them drop through and acting on them, all of this new stuff can filter down from the top. And that's where like new ideas and creativity mm. comes in.
1: I feel like it takes me a lot to actually <clears throat> go through in my ideas, like as weird as that sounds, cause people are probably like, oh, you do all your ideas, but it, I've thought about them for a very long time yeah. before I do them.
0: But I think you're quite similar to me. Like, I bet you've got way more ideas than what you do. Oh yeah, like my brain, like my
1: brain is just, but it's it's sitting down and typing for me. That's the that's hardest the, thing.
0: You need to read The War of Art. By Stephen Pressfield, he talks about like yeah. resistance, like resistance of the capital R. It's like writing a book isn't hard at all; mm. it's just sitting down to write a book that's hard. It's like the going to the gym's not hard; it's getting to the gym. That's why, like in James Clear, Atomic Habits, he's like go to the gym for five minutes.
1: Yeah, it it's, works so much. Yeah, the two-minute rule is just absolutely fantastic. like
0: one minute, I, I wrote an email about it the other day. I was like, if you just do four minutes in your morning dedicated to like being a better person, meditate, read, journal, mm. and like stretch maybe a little bit
1: just three tiny for one bit. minute each yeah
0: because sooner or later you're going to realise which one of those you like more mm. and which one of those you want to do for maybe 10 minutes and then like three months down the line like you're spending 45 minutes in the morning not touching your phone you're doing all these things that yeah. are going to make your life better in a year's time who fucking knows where you're going to be it'll be better than yeah. where you are probably
1: and you know what's so good about being here is that no one's awake when you wake up, so your phone isn't pinging. Yeah. it's the best feeling. And I, you know what, <coughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, when I
0: wake up. When I wake up, it's probably still like 8 p.m. in the UK.
1: Yeah. Oh, to be fair, you wake up at like 5, did not you? Mm. You're into meditating now, aren't you? What's the benefits you've seen so far?
0: This conversation was had with me and Siobhan last week, but there could be new listeners. And I'm not into meditating now. I've been meditating for years. I've just been consistent for the last 308 days. Every day just let you know every day yeah so now I'm doing 45 minutes Um, I've been doing that for about a week I've had one day where I've done half an hour it's very difficult to do it for that long Um, I've just noticed I don't know if this is because I'm leaving and I've got a deadline to like leave Bali but I'm just having such a better time like I feel like my brain's taking on board like more information I feel more energized I don't need an afternoon nap anymore because mm. i feel more energized from that like spurt of meditating in the morning i don't really feel tired until it's like nine ten o'clock yeah whereas before i'd hit like 2pm like, oh my god i a nap so bad whereas now like, really? I, I just feel like my brain's just like carrying me through and when i get home i'm going to push it to an hour and then i'm like i don't see why i can't by the end of the year be doing two hours a day and even if i have to get up at five i'm, I'm done by seven yeah, most true. people aren't up by seven Yeah, I'm not losing anything out of my day I'm not infringing on anyone else's time with my job now I'm quite fortunate that I don't have to do a nine to five but even if I did have to do a nine to five that's still nine o'clock and yeah, five o'clock
1: true. yeah very true but getting up early like it does like I was getting up early in quarantine there Yeah. and I was just getting so much done and then like by eleven o'clock I was like hmm do I deny? Yeah. But obviously I didn't have anyone to talk to so I was like oh I don't have anything to do but yeah just getting up that earlier just and you can read so much more i think like if you get Um, up if you get up earlier you can read more
0: the amount of books that are at my house waiting for me now is a joke
1: are you so excited you get books for free now
0: yeah (gasps) publishers i haven't read any of them that publishers sent me apart from one called the book of rest Mm. it's very good actually it's about like um yoga nidra so like yoga for sleep It's so funny because, like, all these topics we're talking about, me and and Siobhan spoke about. (laughs) But, like, it's about essentially, like, it's not meditating. It's focusing on that little bit that's in between the breaths. The nothingness. The stillness. Like, calm. Like, genuine rest. Yeah. Like, you know how you feel like when you're in the shower, you're not thinking about anything. You're just conditioning your hair or whatever you do in the shower. Yeah. You're like, oh, I wasn't thinking about anything then. But you weren't meditating. It was just calm. Yeah. And It doesn't last long. But it's nice, and it—it's like it's necessary. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've got a load of books at home from them. I've ordered so much stuff off Amazon. Your like,
1: boss do not need to get home. I'm
0: really excited to go home. Look, if I wasn't excited to go home, I wouldn't be going home. Yeah. Like if I was going to be I sad. Mean, there's about probably
1: it. another reason why you're excited to go. Home.
0: <laughs> I just wouldn't uh, You don't want to talk about that we can talk about it <laughs> you want. But it is my podcast so I'll direct it in the, in the way that I need oh, to You can
1: ask me anything But I can't ask you anything
0: It's my podcast man um,
1: <laughs> Are you lost for words? Do you have no more questions for me? I've,
0: I've gone all shy I've Aww. gone all shy um, I'm not going to talk about that In my podcast It's not necessary
1: okay. Um, okay
0: But for everyone that's listening Can you be like Oh what are you talking about i'm excited to see somebody when i get home who just happens to be of the opposite sex so that's why Sinead's making me feel like a teenage girl Uh, yeah we did have a little bit of a therapy session um last night about relationships because obviously um sinead's written a book about relationships (laughs) as a little plug
1: um
0: (laughs) there and she just knows her stuff so like i asked her questions about me like oh why don't i like touching people or people touching me like where's my like intimacy thing gone and you explained it so well where did you learn about that actually i want to talk about your learning methods because you are obviously interested in a lot of things (laughs) we were talking last night about like mark manson you're like yeah i've read all his ebooks
1: yeah and he's done all these courses and
0: stuff like you do so many courses yeah why
1: I don't know, especially because like, if I'm writing a book about something, I need to do the best research on the, like, yeah. and he's really, really interested in relationships and he's got such a good view on it. So I did a lot of research for for that. And he was he was probably like the main person. Like he was probably, he explained everything the best way. Like the mind of, of, like I just said, my relationship coach um, practitioner yesterday, and I'm like, like, it has nothing on anything I've ever did. Yeah. and even like reading like random ebooks stuff like that like it's so much better than like the how course. long does
0: the relationship coaching course take
1: it depends you can do lo- there's loads of different ones like
0: there's so many fuck yeah so fucking everything you can do one moment, like three that? and a
1: half hours you can do three one, and a half hours yeah, you, you could do a three and a half hour one nice like this shit. my one had 77 lectures yeah so it wasn't it wasn't like but it's still it wasn't great like but at this, at the same time, the thing about it is, is that if you're getting coached by someone, I think the best is an expert of experience, someone that's been through it, and that's why, like, relationships is so hard, is so interesting to me because I'm so interested in the way that I reacted, and I've had people mm. know that I've had many boyfriends, and the reason yeah. why they didn't work out is because of certain reasons that I have now learned. Yeah. How so, many
0: boyfriends have you had? Um, about ten. Ten actual boyfriends. Yeah,
1: I know it's crazy, and they all begin with J. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I have Jay tattooed on me, which is so bad, but it worked out. actual boyfriend. Yeah, I think so.
0: And you're like what, 33? Fuck you.
1: <laughs> 28. But my boyfriend's 20. 25, so that makes me 25. You're only as old as the man you're petting.
0: Is that what they say? I don't know, that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> only as old as the man you're petting. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> where did you learn all this stuff about relationships if it wasn't mark manson and like i know it was mark manson but like there's just so much psychology in it like yesterday you were telling me how it's all to do with my past trauma and i'm, I'm for myself i've always been a bit of like a trauma denier up until recently i'm like i haven't got any trauma like nothing's ever been trauma for me yeah
1: but that's what i thought too yeah. i felt that too when i went to therapy and, she, and I, she was like and then like the more and more you talk about it the more you the more you realize how much your childhood impacted you, mm. and then now I, I'm I can easily relate. Like for me, you asked me, you were like, why don't I really like? Because if anyone, if you don't know me, guys, I'm physical touch galore like I get up in the morning I hug everyone and I walked in and hugged Ed and he's like I'm not really a hugger and I was like well get you to it, <laughs> because I just like to touch everything I'm just like hug me and <laughs> um, so he was like and then like that night he asked you're like why don't I like physical touch and I was like okay so when did you stop liking physical touch blah blah, blah. we got into it and it you know your trauma when you were like heartbroken with the sex and what we got into I said to you like you took her back after she had done something bad and then you lay in bed and touched her while you were actually feeling so horrible about your own self yeah and you were given physical touch and that could have in a sense smallly traumatized you
0: no no I think I think it definitely did if I think of like big days in the last few years like that was definitely one of them like when I first went to therapy she was like oh is there anything you want to like talk about and I was there like I. I was like, my problems seem so small now that I'm sat here in a chair. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sat here speaking to someone. Not that she made me feel like that, but I think it's quite natural when you start going to therapy is to like dim the light of your problems a little bit. Yeah. Like my best friend died when I was eight years old, of cancer. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that happened. But I just, like I don't really think that's like trauma. And I think yeah. now, like, I mean, it definitely was. Oh, a hundred percent. I remember the days so vividly. Like, yeah. I remember my sister had come back from um, some like exchange student thing in France she'd bought me this like wafer with a marshmallow with like chocolate over the top of it mm. and had given it to me and then I'd just been at my grandma's with my cousin and then when I was sat in the lounge and my mum and dad told me and I was like I can't even eat this fucking thing and it looks so good. Like you know you just get bad yeah. news you just like you're sick to your stomach and yeah. I was like I was looking at this thing I was like I wanted to eat it so bad I was raging that I couldn't eat the marshmallow. I was uh, raging that my friend was dead and I just didn't speak to him for ages yeah and I spoke to my mum about it like when did I seek to run it I think it was 2019 like we had a chat because mm. we'd never spoken about it properly because yeah. I used to just cry whenever I heard Coldplay the Scientist. it reminded me that I'd cry up until I was probably 16.
1: Yeah, I think of all that emotion. Yeah. That's it's why mad. you're crying because the emotion's stuck like.
0: Yeah. It is mad. Yeah. And I honestly went to therapy thinking that wasn't an issue.
1: Yeah, I was the same. I, when I went to therapy, I was like, "No, nah, nothing's ever happened to me and blah blah blah." Like I lost my friend as well. So yeah. and I never ever gr- I never even grieved at the time. I mean, I grieved, but on the right way. Yeah. And I didn't even like I only really started How old grieving were you then. So I must have been about 9. 20 he yeah. must be 23 so 21 what happened 20. me. suicide yeah oh, and shit. it was just a very shocking suicide Yeah. but um, I love I think like one of the and then that the, was like so taboo you're not like talk about him after and that's a thing in Ireland and it's the worst thing you can do because you need to talk about him yeah. you need to talk about these people and the best thing that someone ever asked me was tell me some of your favourite memories and like to sit there and just unload yeah. and just really enjoy them because that person had a purpose because you know, that day, that that memory that made you laugh, like they made you laugh that day. Their life was purposeful.
0: Yeah. And
1: another thing was like, there was just not really emotion in Ireland about stuff like that. And when someone dies, then you don't talk about it to anyone. Yeah. It's so strange, especially when something like suicide, yeah. and people don't want to bring it up. But it's the, like, if anyone's listening to this, like if anyone tells you that someone has died, just say, what's your best memories of them? It's one of the best questions I've ever been asked. Yeah. And then, so what I realized then was, it was like I didn't think I was deserved to grieve because I wasn't his, like, immediate family.
0: I, I can understand that.
1: And, like, my mum was, like, sort of, like, they were like, what, what are you crying about? You know? Yeah. It kind of felt like that. So I just took myself back and kind of closed it up. And then like to this day like now i just feel so i finally feel deserving enough that i can Mm. talk about him like i talk about him really openly he's my spirit guide yeah and i see him very vividly in my like meditations and stuff i always feel like he's looking after me and i was i used to be like i can't say that because that's so insensitive but it's not because he's guiding me your her family would be so happy about that
0: is he um is have you read books on grief because i get asked that question a lot people like oh books on grief and i'm like (laughs) I'm like a grief denier (laughs) I've
1: done a few I've done a like it wasn't really a course it was more like I kind of went into a bit of YouTube about it because people kept asking me about it Mm. and I was like there was like a step there was like a and thing that someone had recommended and I was like I'm just going to go through it but I think grief grief counselling is something that people really need to seek because again you can be traumatised from that pain and grief and the fact that you don't feel the feels of it and you just bury Mm. it it's not something you should do and we do need to have like the thing is right I always say this as well people are like do you think Ireland's like the school systems and the way we learn like do you think like we're really behind in mental health and I'm like do you know all the stages of grief do you know how to deal with someone's death and the most of the people do you know how to deal with someone's death no exactly so that's I always feel like
0: nowadays I'm quite good at processing it because I was exposed at a young age yeah nothing's gonna be as bad as that for me until like my sister yeah, or like someone like that but dies. But it's
1: just so bad because it's the one thing in this world that's inevitable. Yeah. That someone or anyone is going to die. And like it's like you don't want to tell it to your child, but they actually need yeah. to be prepared for that because it's the one thing. The one thing that's going to happen no matter what is that we are going to die and someone else is going to die. Yeah. So we need to be really prepared for that because that's where people go wrong.
0: What are they then?
1: Well, there's loads of different steps. Like, it's no, there's no linear approach to grief. Yeah. And I wouldn't be the one to come out and say it either because yeah. it's not my field of work. But like, like one of the first first steps is really writing down like all the things they brought to your life and the purpose. And like for me, Maddie is like drives me so much because I'm like what like the way your why my why yeah. is I'm speaking to someone like him. Yeah. So I'm speaking to someone like him and someone like me when I was in a bad place. So. If like, he could have felt anxiety, I don't even know because he, we didn't think he was suicidal or anything yeah. like that. So, if he had maybe had one talk or he followed someone who he liked and they started talking about it, mm. he might have had a tool. One tool could have been enough at that point. And he, without him, like that happening, I don't think I would have the drive that I have.
0: Yeah.
1: To give people tools for anxiety or like their health or whatever so I feel like he brought so much purpose and like and like I get messages there was a there was one message I got and it was like there's a somebody left something here in the shop for you when I got home from Australia so I went to the shop and it was like this and I was like what the hell right and it was like a box and inside the box there was like a watch and inside the watch it says thank you for saving my daughter's life love dad and I'm just like if Maddie like didn't die that person's life mightn't have been saved because I wouldn't have had the drive
0: that's insane
1: do you know what i mean and then they, obviously i get loads of messages from that people that is saying, amazing yeah it doesn't like, give you goosebumps, it gives yeah, me goosebumps i give
0: me yeah i feel like crying yeah that's so, so nice like
1: his life was so purposeful and like yeah. that makes me feel so good and if you think of something small like say one day you were feeling like shit, and your friend made you laugh yeah like how amazing is that that he was there to even just make you laugh yeah rather than like what's the point why 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 he was here he did his job and that was his time
0: it's crazy so my friend died of corona in january and it knocked me for about a week. Oh
1: my god, Chris. I
0: felt like I, I used to work with him. He was one that initially got me into meditating, introduced me to Sam Harris, introduced me to the 6-minute journal. No way. And I'd never paid enough attention to the influence that like individual people can have in your life. Mm. Like it plays such a part and it's an easy thing to let slip. Right? Like Yeah. I th- it was mad. It had, for six days, I'd get up in the morning, I'd be journaling in the morning, and I'd just start crying. I wrote three pages the night that I found out oh. just about like the influence he'd had on my life. And I, and I was like, fuck, everyone is a mentor. Yeah. And I was like, how important are mentors for you? Like, to yeah. just have people that are outside your family, they're not necessarily like a best friend, but they're just someone that, like, you look up to and you respect. Yeah. And they transfer from being like a mentor to a friend and kind of like cross those boundaries yeah. together. The do you think, <laughs> yeah do you think like well like, i'd probably consider you as like a mentor ah, thanks. you like siobhan lord like i've i've got a few of them like unofficial mentors yeah That like i'd, I'd go to for advice about different things and like i don't it doesn't mean i have to do it all the time yeah but i've also got mentors who like you should definitely never trust with anything. But there'll be like one <laughs> thing that I'd go to them for and it would be like, it would be good. Yeah, I think everyone is kind of a mentor in your life. And even if it's like mentoring you and how not to live.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Like you can take from everyone. If I meet someone and like, I, I don't like them, they give me <laughs> bad energy. I'm like, that is just a good reminder for me not to behave like yeah, that. Not to be a cunt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's like even in friendships you'll notice i'll notice the things that really hurt me in friendships yeah. and i'll be like remind myself to never do that like yeah. buying a birthday cake for me is so important in someone's birthday because exactly. i'll never forget like getting a big deal made about me and my birthday That's
0: so funny i'm so opposite.
1: <laughs> no but i'm i was absent until therapy made me have a birthday yeah because i chose not to have birthdays because of some sort of unconditioned pattern so yeah. this pattern told me that like if i have a birthday i'm going to be let down so instead i decided to do nothing and then that saved me from all the pain i was going to feel but if you don't feel the pain and mm. you are doing nothing then you fr- you miss out the joy so you have to still go i had to go out and even though i had anxiety asking people to, to have a party i yeah. knew that that's what i needed to do to grow and evolve to realize that that was a conditioned pattern in me saying you're going to get let down because th- you can't control someone else you can't have that expectation that they're going to be there for all of them but you still have to celebrate your own life and have yeah. your birthday and whenever my friends started celebrating me when I went to Australia, like, it's such, a, like, they're so, like, that there. Yeah. And um, I'll never forget. Like, I, I cried, like, whenever I left and they gave me a cake and it, like, had my name on it and I was, I, and I sat there and it goes, remember this feeling and never let, n- and always treat your friends like this. Like, they're a big deal.
0: Yeah. So. I would cry. <clears throat> I can't wait for your
1: birthday and gotta do something. Well, so annoying nah don't yeah.
0: like, I would cry probably because I don't want it to happen yeah no but for you need birthday, to realise why for my birthday Boris Johnson shut the fucking country down I was buzzing honestly <laughs> yeah but you're an introvert <laughs> like all, all I was going to do was go to the pub with like two mates and have some chicken wings and an IPA and I was going to go home and go to bed by half nine Yeah. and then Boris Johnson shut the country down and I was like sound
1: but you are an introvert
0: yeah you, you enjoy fuss. your
1: own company and I wonder if you actually really are an introvert or you've just got...
0: S- uh, no, I... I like, yeah. yeah, you're definitely an introvert. Yeah.
1: I think it's so important to figure out if you're an introvert or an extrovert. If you so, don't know, if anyone's listening and you don't know, you need to find out because once you accept it, it's so powerful.
0: So, Mate, when I read Quiet by Susan yeah. Cain last year... That's my next book. ...in Australia, I... It was like February. I remember I went down to... Um, I think it was like Rose Bay or something. Just sat yeah. there read that book for a few hours and probably related so much to and it. I was like Rosa Parks was an introvert and she shook the world and I was I was kind of like I can do something you know
1: yeah oh and my I god I'm th- gonna read it I feel like it's gonna inspire me it's
0: so good like it's just like it will, it will like you're not an introvert so you won't no, be able to relate I, to it so much but, but, but like,
1: then like, you can help an introverted person
0: well they'll be helping you from the background like you'll have like an introvert who yeah so like rosa parks was the introvert to malcolm x the extrovert or martin luther king sorry
1: yeah like even this is the thing as well about partner like it's going back to relationships but yeah
0: it's what you do no (laughs) one watch
1: no one who your partner is is so important because you can try and make your partner say you're say i'm say me and you're together yeah hypothetically like the last podcast like last time yeah so if i go into a party and i'm like he's so quiet like oh come on like try it. and I'm like it's not that he can't it's he chooses not to yeah
0: you
1: like it's not that you can't talk to everyone and be the life and soul of the party you probably can't yeah. you choose not to because your personality and when you accept that in your partner everything is so much easier mm. and that's why it's good to figure it out so if your partner's trying to get you to do something be like that's not exactly my personality and you have to accept me
0: yeah and I then, remember once but I went we were going to a rave or something everyone was crammed into this tiny hotel room that was like a 12 people in like an ibis budget hotel room <laughs> you know my next i just there. started feeling really really anxious yeah and like obviously before i was going to rave like my heart rate was up anyway
1: yeah
0: and i just i almost had a panic attack i think i did actually have a panic attack mm. i had to leave the room and had to like take time out and it was like it's just because i just don't like it. that many people just make me not yeah. like i'm socially anxious but just like that many people being around, so many people demanding attention. I just don't like it.
1: And see, right, before you find out you were an introvert, did you struggle with anxiety? Like, why can't I be around these people?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I used used to ask myself the question, why, an awful lot. Whereas now I don't bother asking the question, why that much? Like, if I want to investigate something, I'll investigate it. But, like, I'll never be like, oh, why am I like this? Or why am I like that? I'm more like, what's making me like that?
1: Yeah, and, like, once you accept what you are and you find out who you are, it's so much easier to like have your self compassion and love like yeah. my cousin just told me there recently, she like she would be really quiet, you know, and she would uh, sh- like, and she just went, she just seems so happy. And I said, Gee, she seems so happy. And she was just like, I've actually accepted the fact that I'm an introvert and I'm actually buzzing about it. Cause like, instead of questioning what's wrong with me, this is the this is the self love. Cause you the self love comes from mm. finding out who you are first. So when you find out who you are, then you can have compassion for your own self and be like, this is actually me. Like, I don't actually like going out and doing all the stuff with people. I would far rather have an intimate situation. Yeah. And like, then you're like happy about it because you're not questioning like, why are so different?
0: That's why people are like, people question whether I'm an introvert because they'll hear me on a podcast, like chatting to someone, but like, that's where introverts thrive is like the one-to-one conversation or like one and two, like, just because I get to connect with someone. Like, I love, I love connection. Yeah. I just also really appreciate time on my own. I can't connect with too many people. Like, there's not too many plug sockets on me as an extension cable. Like, <laughs> I'm like a one or two plug thing.
1: Whereas well, so I'm the what I, I like? Do You know what? I've
0: actually just, I've uh, literally, I just thought of that because I saw that extension cable. I think that's such a good way to, <laughs> like, look at things because sometimes you get the extension cables. You've got loads of plugs on there, so you can share the electricity yeah. out of that one plug to loads of other people. Whereas to me, you can only get two plugs in. You can charge your phone, chuck an Alexa on. That's yeah. it. And then i then ain't giving me. you any more whereas you you fucking light up the whole of dublin christmas tree lights <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was
1: born to talk to people like yeah. i was like i like one of the if you're an extrovert like one of the signs of being an extrovert is when you see new faces you buzz like you just start buzzing and you just like have this energy that's so high and you'll probably notice even when i come into the room like yesterday like you'll notice my energy going lower now, but because I've seen your new faces,
0: mm. like,
1: I'm really really right high energy and then I'll calm down and calm down. But then if I go into a group of new people, then I'll be higher energy again. Like, you know, like, I think the, the biggest, I think like, you know when I went to IFS? Yeah. That's when I realised it as a proper introvert because of all these new faces and I was just so, so buzzing. I was like, like, so excited. Yeah. And um, so that's just like being an extrovert, which was obviously very hard for me to be in lockdown. Extra. Oh
0: it would be so, it would panic it was really so hard
1: much. like I needed to see people not like obviously it was, I could see people for walks but like for my energy and see my creativity
0: yeah like, I need new oh you, you feed your energy off other people like you yeah. borrow
1: it it's not even that like I need new environments as well yeah because that's my my personality type is for my creative energy I need to be in new environments and try out new environments but I can come back to routine but if I want creativity I have to travel or I have to even just yeah. go somewhere new in the country it doesn't really matter, but that's what I strive on why other people don't strive on that and then it's you need to understand which personality type you are because if you think oh why is everyone traveling should I travel but then if you're yeah. not that personality type yeah then don't you you can accept it and then you can start loving yourself properly
0: yeah because mm-hmm. like uh, we were speaking about this last night like <laughs> everyone's different yeah not everyone wants to travel ever. Yeah, and people are happy with different things in their life and then they're like, they feel like they want to do it because they see someone else doing it on the internet. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'd love to do that. But like, it, they actually probably wouldn't. Yeah. They'd get here, they'd be panicked. They wouldn't be able to, but like, there's a certain part of that that rings true for everyone, they get to a new country, they're a bit apprehensive, yeah. like you're anxious. Like, like, when I went to Oz, like I was in these hostels, like as an introvert, mm. like, I just want to like- a Oz is I, the
1: loneliest place in the world. I, I
0: landed in Melbourne. I went to base hostel in St Kilda and like, it's a massive party hostel. Yeah. I'd trained Jiu Jitsu early that day in like Noosa and I wanted to wash my gi. That's all I wanted to do when I got there. These people were like forcing me to go out. Like when I was there, yeah. like these girls and you feel like, like- you have to. These girls are, like trying to like take my top off and stuff like that. They're, they're just like fucking partying. Like, and I said yeah. to them, I was like, look, if I was doing that to you, you'd be fucking calling the police So just like stop.
1: Yeah, but did you know you were an introvert then? not really yeah see now you really know and like say like I'm in the house and I'm telling you to come out and you're like no like you accept the fact you're an introvert and I accept the fact you're an introvert yeah
0: like I never got you a shot yesterday yeah no 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 (laughs) exactly and I just got up from the table yesterday and left and was like this is okay it's time for me to go yeah and like I'm I'm cool to do that I think it's like it's such an important thing so for people that might be drained in big groups or like they think they might be a bit introverted, is read that quiet book from mm. Susan Cain and also read Surrounded by Idiots um, by Thomas Erickson because that helps you understand what other people's personality types are. Um, you're yellow.
1: I haven't read that one yet.
0: Read it and you'll find out what yellow is. What's yellow? You.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? Like- I just...
0: Like, yellows are excited. They want to help people. They're ext- extroverted. You've got, like... So, red reds are, are you ext- red no 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 no, no i'm okay. far from so reds are extroverted and just straight to the point right whereas you you'll dance around the point and make the point really pretty <laughs> and you want to like spread the point to everyone whereas like if i was like um hey shanae we got our podcast at twelve thirty tomorrow you would be like oh my god amazing can't wait blah 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 a red would like cool okay just like just straight to the point i'd say siobhan's a red a red yeah, yeah definitely yeah Whereas you're yellow. I'm somewhere in between blue and green. And blue and green are basically the ones that are just like quiet. But I've also got that point where I'm like passionate and I want to spread a message. Do you want me to turn the aircon down?
1: No, I just got a shiver, but it could be a ghost. Or someone walked over your grave. could be a ghost in here. Ah! Spirit guides. Spirit guides. Mm.
0: Maybe it's mine. He's he's coming to show his face. (laughs) We've got some questions on... um, Do you have any questions for me, actually?
1: Oh, okay.
0: Nothing to do with relationships.
1: Ugh why? Just cut. That's my thing.
0: <laughs> uh, go, uh, right. Um Ask Me Anything. Ugh. AMA. I
1: oh, know you've put me on the spot now.
0: Anything you want to know about books? Oh yeah, okay. That I can tell you.
1: How how many books do you read a month again?
0: Uh, I've read fifteen so far this year, which is like seven, eight. That's a lot. Yeah. So what's the what's secret
1: th- to reading that many books in one month?
0: I just realise how much time you've actually got
1: yeah I um, think it's hard like you don't ha- you don't have a million emails though so no I
0: know but like I've had a life where I was responsible for stuff I yeah, still read very loads true, very, very like, true like I used to read on my lunch break I used to read like at my <laughs> desk when I should right, I'm going to try like, and do
1: eight yeah Not like months.
0: you've got time for I do four for like, like
1: I do four and sometimes I do five and then sometimes I do two yeah like it's just
0: well no pressure right like you don't have yeah. to read X amount
1: I think it's hard because I'm the person that needs to finish a book yeah. So like, if I hate something, it just takes me longer, and I just have to keep reading it because I might find something.
0: <laughs> well, then just skim read it.
1: I do. I do a bit of speed. Re- have you done speed reading before?
0: Yeah, I don't really rate it that yeah, much. Yeah, me
1: neither. Unless it's like, if I'm doing research, like, I have to skim read. I have to speed read some things, like. Yeah. Because I'm just need the nitty gritty of the research, like.
0: Yeah, I've like, some of the books that I've read this year have been quite short, like Winnie the Pooh* and *Alice's Adventures in Wonderland*. But like, yeah. I'm just trying to like read broad because I. I just really enjoy it. Like this this is like this podcast isn't just because I think books are good. Like I actually really enjoy reading, sitting there.
1: Yeah.
0: And just getting stuck into a book.
1: It's an introvert's dream?
0: Yeah. And I never realised this. I wonder
1: this. what other introverts do that don't read?
0: Watch stuff on T V. Whereas I just don't watch stuff. Oh yeah, what I'm yeah. like like I'm sure there is stuff that I could learn from T V and stuff, but I like I just prefer getting it like reading that to Kill a Mockingbird. I was like my imagination was like so vivid of like what it looked like and that's so good for your brain like we were talking before yeah. about how like your attention span grows from reading mm-hmm. because it's just exposure to something it's like, it's literally it's like going to the gym it's like progressive overload yeah. the more you do the more you're actually able to concentrate on what you're doing and people are like, oh, like what's like there's so much that actually goes into reading a lot like setting up your environment to read yeah. like no distractions like if your phone if my phone goes off in this podcast I can look at it, I'll keep talking to you, but there's going to be a little bit of my brain, and I've spoken about this quite a lot, attention residue. There's a little bit of my brain that is just on that phone. He just wants to know what is on the phone.
1: Oh, God, I'm the opposite. I want to throw my phone, like, most of the time, because there's so much. Yeah. And I have to force myself to go on and answer, because I'm like, okay, I want to go in, and there's going to be a lot.
0: But, like, you you know that something's on there, so, like, a part of your brain will still be on there. Yeah. I mean, phone. Um,
1: the phone, social media in itself is... Just,
0: but there's also a case for, like, something that is called the Zagarnik effect. And this is basically, it was a, some Russian person in the 1920s did an experiment right. on, like, waiters and waitresses. And when you're distracted by something, you're more likely to remember what you just read. So if you're reading something. Oh, really? And someone comes in and interrupts you. Like, you want to remember what you've literally just read because you want to come back to it. You're talking to them. And your brain just puts it into some certain folder. Really? It's not too scientific. You know, so And then you weird. come back to it and you remember it better because you, you were forced to have to hold it somewhere. Yeah. Whereas usually you sort of read it, read it, read it, and then it kind of slowly drifts out and only a few bits stick inside your head.
1: I think, like, especially if I audiobook, like...
0: I can't concentrate on audiobooks.
1: I know. I'm not really an audiobook person, um, but I like to audiobook autobiographies because it's I don't have to... With take Mm. that information I just have to get inspired from it yeah so when I go for it's so funny because now I go for one time I was going for a run and I went I was listening to Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson oh yeah and I just was loving the book so much I just kept running like I literally finished it in that one run
0: First Gump
1: Uh, yeah it was so strange and like now every time I walk that walk all I can just everything reminds me of Richard Branson
0: okay yeah
1: so it's like it's weird like it's good for memory i suppose but then i always highlight in different colors as well so i know which day and how i'm feeling that day i don't have the same highlighter so when i go back and look at a book i'm like okay blue highlighter and then look especially if i'm like writing a speech from the stuff i learned i'm like that would be really good for the speech like relationships pink yellow you know followers blue
0: Ah. i just highlight what i very rarely highlight but
1: like i oh my god you need to highlight cause I just don't back, especially because when you because like you, you're you're gonna grow like mm. you're not just gonna do this podcast like yeah. I already know that you're gonna do something else you're gonna yeah. do a course or something and you're gonna need that information yeah. so like I oh I, obviously I carry all my books with me all my like real ones that mean a lot to me even though I've read them I don't just you yeah. give me a book yesterday I was like oh my god like I'm so possessive yeah. like because they mean so much to me and I am wrote all over them like you'll see at the side of mine, it'll be like people's names like say beside a personality and i'll write a name and a situation and a reflection of yeah. like when this person did this and then i also write my goals and like hot things on it like when i was reading remember the book the book of my extraordinary mind yeah so when I, I was really really inspired reading that it's a really good book by the way um so thank you for that and he has like he just makes you think you can do fucking anything yeah like he gives you so much self-belief and at the which that, you can't yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like if anyone's listening to this, if you want something, you just can't get it. Like anything, anything you want. Like this time last year I was, like couldn't afford to eat my dinner in Bali. I had to have freaking um, porridge oats. Remember I was telling you that last night. So because I'm an yeah. extrovert, I would go out for dinner, but I wouldn't eat. And then I would come back, like I would go out, have dinner, but I couldn't afford to eat. So I'd just say that I'm not hungry, I've just ate. Like Siobhan yeah. and all didn't know that I didn't have the money to eat. Funny. So then I went back at home then, and then I would eat my oats. So that's how skinty was, and then the sherry
0: Anyway, yeah, you can do anything you want. I was only, I was baiting you there. I was I was fishing for something. Oh Which is good. I got I got out of you. Yeah. So. because yeah, so, so when I was reading
1: mind. that, I was just writing notes on the side of it, and I was just like, I'm gonna have like a festival called Brave Fest which is all just like key speakers, like the, like me, you, yeah. you, you know, you would be good on. Stage. Can I come? Yeah, of course. Sound. you would. Um, and I just thought like that would be an amazing thing, and then like you know I would have parties at nights and stuff, and like. DJs and stuff yeah and like when I think of that book I just open it up and I can just see fast and now I like even with Awaken the Giant Within I go back and I've looked back at my goals I've wrote down there and I remember writing them down and thinking no fucking way
0: can I actually w- speak at that
1: what yeah of course Brave you Fest.
0: can can we do it next year
1: I think you would be really good even just alongside me as like a duo act because yeah you're quite funny
0: I am quite funny yeah That is one thing I think is pretty good yeah. about me I'm pretty funny
1: Yeah so I think you'd be Me and you go, would be a good duo act Yeah Yeah let's do it Oh buzzing Okay manifest Alright Put all the energy behind it Because people need to hear it Yeah Because it'll change their life The And they need fest. to know that You can make a festival And then a year You can make a festival And you can also be skint years before Eating porridge in Bali Yeah
0: So where are we going to do it?
1: Oh. I mean Ibiza but not for you because there's too many crowds no not Ibiza we'll figure it out yeah
0: all right then we'll figure it out it'd have to be somewhere
1: not humid like this because it's gonna be a thing but that's why you need to write on your books because you can look back and remember what you were thinking and how you felt at that time like in Awaken the Giant Within you want to see some of the goals and I remember thinking as if
0: yeah have you hit any of them just yet
1: all of them Every every single one and I remember writing them down and thinking there's not a chance I would get that and but like writing it down anyway
0: really mm.
1: like so many random things that i've got that i just even things that i don't even want anymore because i've done it
0: just another boyfriend like, with a name jay <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> And when i read that like my my top value was love yeah like, that was my top value what is it now it's freedom but
0: yeah
1: but commitment was really really low but I think
0: love is still very high for you. You seem like a very
1: no because I've been in love a few times like in the last few years and like my freedom always came before. Whilst now commitment, commitments, commitment and love is now a little bit higher because mm. I'm starting to let people in. But for a long time it was just freedom and if you could not, if you could not travel with me, even though I loved you, I, you couldn't be with we couldn't be with each other. Yeah. Whilst now I make a bit more sacrifices.
0: Well done. That's growth. Well done, sister. Thank you. We like that. I've got some questions on it. Unless you have any more questions for me, we've got some questions from people on the internet. Oh, God. Okay. Um,
1: Let's go. Oh, there were some good ones too, actually, wasn't there?
0: There are some good ones. Um, I'll start off with the one that I can remember. Now (laughs) that you're in a relationship, Sinead, will you still be liking my photos on Instagram?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yes i will like your photos because that is stated to jack jack is very secure jack wouldn't care if i fucking did anything but i perfect but jack knows his limits and i know mine excellent so i wouldn't like a photo that i think would be that would annoy him he wouldn't be annoyed but i know that i wouldn't want and he knows exactly like he can like all his friends any girls that i know or like or he can just state to me like this is my friend or i can ask him yeah but he honestly Is so good. Like he just kind of knows what I want. Good. And it's not in a controlling way. He just knows it. Like if it was a certain person or a certain situation. If you don't really know her that well and she is really good looking and maybe you could could possibly have sex with her if you weren't in a relationship, then it's it's he does it out of respect. No, but anyone else that he actually is is complete friendly. Like yeah, hundred percent. Perfect.
0: Right, well, we'll swiftly move on from that one. If anyone wants to hear me and Sinead have pretty much an argument about that for an hour, um, head to the Sinead Says podcast. Um, you'll find it actually in the top 150, 125 yeah. on uh, Apple Podcasts worldwide, mm-hmm. um, which is an amazing achievement, by the way. Thank you um, so much. Like, really, really, that is very cool. I
1: know, and I didn't even know how big it was, really, because you're stuck in lockdown, and you can't even celebrate.
0: Yeah. But I celebrated last night with a shot. Yeah, you had a little shot of tequila. Yeah. Um, what would you say to start off reading for someone
1: oh okay so to start off reading well i'm trying to think of what can convince imagine knowing yourself so well that anybody can say anything to you and it like any negative thing and it will just slide off your skin because you know yourself so well yeah that's the most important thing because people get swayed by negative comments and you're just like you almost get annoyed by them. But when you know yourself really, really well, you're like, well, this is me. This is how I am and this is why I am the way I am. Mm. So, sod your comments. And Perfect. like, you can just become more confident and not be affected by judgment.
0: Perfect. And which book um, would you say <laughs> would get someone into reading?
1: <laughs> oh, I think like what, the first one you got into.
0: It's a lot of not giving a fuck. Yeah, because yeah. it's easy,
1: it's witty, it's funny. Mark Manson, you can't beat him. Like he's a great yeah. author. Um, he's a great writer as well so he yeah because it, it teaches you something and it's funny and it's quick and you actually don't give a fuck after it
0: yeah you, yeah but it's just leads you to, lead yeah. to like a value-driven life and learning how to say no which is yeah. so important um that's that's what i would say as my first one as well Um, someone, we spoke about this last night, actually, (laughs) the person that said, how do you grow your following starting out? And we spoke about this at the start of the podcast about focusing on looking after who you're looking after now.
1: Yeah. And Um, that's all that matters.
0: And that's all that matters. And it will like, naturally that'll grow. Um, I think obviously people need to recognize patience as well. I've been fortunate with the growth of my podcast and I'm in half, like I'm half and half, like I've been really fortunate oh actually like i've made this
1: no you made this you haven't been really fortunate you have a really good personality as well that's yeah. easy to listen to and yeah. you're passionate like you can just tell the difference between inauthentic yeah and authentic when it comes to stuff like this like you know when you're watching someone they're being inauthentic
0: yeah yeah like oh you my just God. know like 100 like, percent. i'd rather lose i'd rather go back to like a thousand followers and still be doing this still be me yeah then be like oh um hey guys uh, I just read this book that um, someone definitely didn't pay me to um, read. <laughs> it was really awesome.
1: Um Do you pay book reviews? No. No, nah. Nah, me neither. No.
0: I won't do it. No, nah, me if neither. If someone wants me to like edit their book, someone wants me to read it and tell them like me yeah. them my opinion on it, I'll do that, but I won't be putting like the podcast is like a sacred space for me. It's yeah. not a point where I will allow people to advertise for their book. Yeah. Because I think it just takes the whole, like, I, integrity is, like, yeah, huge for that's me. that's so good that you're <clears throat> like that, though. And that's from, like, the Marines, like, because there are times when I, like, lied or cheated when I was in the Marines. And you learn not to do that very quick because you just get, like, physically just destroyed for it. Yeah. And it's just, like, taken out of you. And then you kind of realise that integrity is actually such a key part of your character and to be like a man of character without sounding like a really old fashioned person. Like that's really important to me. Like I, I wouldn't wanna be someone that someone could say, oh, he's full of shit. Yeah. Because I, I just, I hate people that it's are full obvious of shit. as well. Yeah.
1: It's like what? me, like I turned down all my influence and stuff this year, most of it. Yeah. Because, a, and that's a lot of, that's a lot, a lot of money that I yeah. turned down this year, like a big fee and it's not, it's not that I didn't like doing it. Like I obviously wear all the products and do all the stuff, but I just wanted to concentrate on reading books, my own, my own self, and I didn't want anyone to rip it from under me at any point. Like in the pandemic, people were like, as well, they were like, oh, maybe we'll stop promoting. And I just thought like, I'm not letting go. anybody be in control of you know my life and like yeah. what pays me. So I was like, I'm gonna be in charge. So I decided, and then that's why I'm like, so grateful for the pandemic in a way, because yeah. I was like, I wanna do my own thing. And although it was amazing to have that freedom, financial freedom as well that I could travel, yeah. like I just knew that it was time for me to just step away and be yeah. more into books and just be able to freaking talk about what I want to talk about. Cause it's, obviously I can talk whatever I want, but then I had this extra stuff to do at the end of the day and I used to dread it.
0: If that you said it. something that pissed them off, they might drop you. And that would have been like almost a fear for you. Yeah so like I've just got management right like I'll start doing ads I've said to the people like I'm only doing ads for things I would use yeah and, like, but that's, that'll believing. serve you well and I was like I'm not doing anything fake I was like I'll make it funny yeah because that's what I'll I'll like that's how I'd like to do it um but i like i want to get the podcast to a stage where it's like i don't have to have any sponsors i want to take the sponsors out of it <gasps> no, no 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 unless there's I think something like the podcast
1: is a great place to have sponsors because i honestly get buy things from podcasts obviously i yeah. listen to podcasts and i know that whatever they're advertising aligns and that's why i chose to go that different route that me and you talked about yeah. and like for example when i list, i listened to jay shatty's once and he told he was his one of his adverts was an emotional intelligence course yeah and i loved it and it taught me a lot
0: i like i want to keep better help i I want sponsors that i believe in i don't want it to get to a stage where i'm like hey use um this you won't have to do that you'll never have to do that like tim ferris granted like he gets paid 55k for ads on a podcast which is something that i've one podcast Nah, one minute ad on his podcast in which he does six on each podcast
1: how how do these companies have this budget for a one minute thing that people probably skip over
0: um because there's millions yeah, and millions true. of people that listen to it. It's like, if, think about the money that people used to pay to be on TV. That money doesn't yeah, go there anymore. It goes there is a big budget
1: in it. Like I, I found out recently, but, but I'm um, still holding back until I get the right. Yeah. Because that's, if that's, anything I've known do. is money, you can have money and it doesn't yeah. mean anything unless you're doing the right thing and you have integrity, like you said.
0: Yeah. I, just, I had a CBD sponsor. I'm not even going to name them now because they I just. Yeah. There's they, no haven't, point. they haven't replied to my messages when they were like oh you do you stick it in the podcast and we'll give you a code i'm like hold on you realize like over the course of the years these episodes are going to have millions of downloads at yeah. some point and i'm like you don't even want to like pay me to put it in there i'm like you can send me product i'm not putting on my like podcast yeah i believe in the product but if you want that space, like that's, it's very sacred to me. Yeah. So like I'll keep better help, like I'm happy with that. People don't realize the
1: influence as well that you probably have, but any of us have.
0: I want people to trust me. Like, I, and, yeah. and I don't want them to trust me as in like I actively want them to. I just think like, I just want that to be a natural thing. Yeah. I want them to know that like, I'm not just gonna be like, oh, hey guys, um use this. And it's just bullshit. I want things like my Patreon. I want that to be a place where people can give me money each month. It's like four quid to be part of the book club seven quid to get like the bonus episodes yeah the amount of content i put out there for free the amount of like bonus episodes the amount of like extra stuff i'm going to put on there for people like i hate taking i hate taking money yeah
1: you're like me yeah
0: i hate like valuing myself on with like pounds yeah it's gross so So that's what i
1: do as well i just and I would just gave for free, and then yeah. like I remember even pricing my book and like having to have a session with my therapist, and she was just like, "You're fucking crazy if you're because yeah. I didn't charge my first book. My first book was about anxiety, and yeah. I was like, I feel like I can't do this. Like I have to give that for free, and then maybe I'll write another one. And she was yeah. like, Okay, right. And the next one, I just I just didn't want to charge. Like, and yeah. she was just like, She need all you do is give. And yeah. sure, same as you. But then it's easy to give when you love it. Yeah. Like for us, it's like my me writing emails, me doing the podcast, like. I would do that every single day yeah. for free like
0: i can't wait to get my laptop back and start like creating again like yeah. and just i just have that writing emails like even i'm doing boring yeah. stuff at home like i'm just gonna write emails. i'm gonna be reading so much i'm gonna have more information to give to people and like that's, that's what it's about for me is doing yeah. something like that. anyway we've we've been sidetracked okay the questions <laughs> someone said do we fancy each other i don't fancy you
1: what to be fair, we probably would make a good couple because we both no. read.
0: Oh my god, we'd be terrible. No, but
1: it's in like people th- like from the outskirts yeah, of me yeah, and yeah. you. But like you're an introvert, I'm an extrovert. No, that that does work in a sense. But at the same time,
0: we just clash. Yeah, no, we just clash.
1: I think we'd be like brother and sister.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like everyone's like, oh, we, um, you and Schwan going out. I'm like, bro, have you ever heard of like
1: having friends?
0: Yeah, just having friends. Yeah. Um, so we got that. Journaling, we've already spoken about that. Um,
1: Your legs look so shiny, right? My now.
0: legs, <laughs> I do shave my legs, so they are very shiny. Um, someone is trying to choose between starting a career and traveling for a while. Any advice? Uh, she's got the year ninety-seven in her bio, so I'm assuming that means she's born in nineteen ninety-seven which would mean she is three years younger than me which 23 go Uh, and travel chloe
1: like go i i can't explain how beneficial it is like you can go to mexico right now mexico's open it's not even that like it's (laughs) for me university was such a waste of money in terms of i didn't even know what i wanted then i went away so i went away after i was in the middle of dropped out of university put on weight felt really crap about myself decided to learn about nutrition and learn about fitness that got me into more things but it started off with that and then I was obsessed with that and then I just realized I loved helping people so if I would have took that year out put on weight felt like shit then I would have been able to come back and been like oh I actually really like helping people maybe I should do nutrition or maybe I should do um Mm. like counseling so, yeah. and then I would have spent, instead of, instead of having a massive student loan right now for something that I don't use, I could yeah. actually use it appropriately rather. So, definitely take a year out. Or That's not uni. She's, she's finished uni. Oh, yeah. You've got plenty of time to have a career though. Yeah. So your 20s are for absolutely spending every single penny. Yeah. And being skint and learning lessons. Yeah. And then when you're older and you have kids and you can be able to sit and have, a sto- have story time with them every night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Imagine having like boring stories.
1: I can't wait to tell my my children my stories like there's so many like it's ridiculous
0: i look at that dog winnie and i cannot wait to be a dad like i don't want to be a dad yet but like i'm buzzing for the day comes when i am one and you like kind of fast forward like two years to it so they're not like pooing on me and stuff like (laughs) that's going to be great but i'm sure even then because it'll be my kid i won't care
1: can i ask you a question yeah yeah what's the qualities you want in a woman
0: um, ambitious, funny, confident—not confident, just like exuding confidence, but just like,
1: just, like just like sure
0: of themselves, you know. Just
1: that's not what confident means, okay, anyway. What does confident because you've got you're thinking about someone who's a show off, basically. That's oh. when you think about that like that, no? No. So you no. know, like confident, like loves himself.
0: No, I. So what I mean is someone that's just like sure of themselves. Yeah, comfortable, confidence comfortable is, with who they are. Yeah. So confidence is
1: not about. Everyone will like me. Confidence, but I don't give a fuck if they do if they don't like me. That's yeah. confidence. You just you walk into a room and you don't care what anyone's thinking. Yeah. You just are you. You don't care because most people that don't have confidence walk into the room and think, oh, Are they looking at me? Do I look fat? Do I look like this? Am I wearing mm. enough makeup? That's the opposite of confidence. Most confidence is like, I look like shit and right I don't even care.
0: Okay, well then I'd like someone confident that's like, okay. but also like someone you. that if they're <laughs> if if they're not confident like know they're willing to work someone that's not like a complete growth mindset person but like is is on that like path of just knowing that there's more to life than whatever they've got right now even if whatever they've got right now is great like there's still always going to be a bit more but it's also okay to take your time to get there yeah and to be patient and to like give life time someone who's chilled out
1: yeah well you're a good example for people as well because yeah you can show people that you're probably like last year you probably made a lot less money than you did in your sales job
0: mate i mean but like we said about this i made four grand last year and half of that was from painting my uncle's house <laughs> and a little bit was from painting my sister's um stairs yeah which she still owes me five pound per hour for <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that's what i mean like and now even you just doing something that made you a little bit mm. like that you were passionate about so because some people are so scared to leave the security Mm. They're like, oh, I have this idea. Maybe, like, even somebody, like, wants to be a makeup artist.
0: They've got two hours a day. Right, Yeah. great example of this. I don't know if she'll be listening, um, but I'm going to shout her out because she's such a good example of people that I know. Um, and It's her LCC Beauty on Instagram. Right. It's my friend's girlfriend. For years, she has been grafting, putting in hours and hours and hours of just doing makeup, doing like special effects makeup, but just started off just doing like glam faces, right? Yeah. Whilst working at B and working in the nursery, whilst doing this at nighttime and at the weekends. She then got to a stage where she was doing people's makeup for like nights out. She started going on TikTok and started doing these amazing, I'm gonna show you one now, because like they are just insane. And she does like these she's just getting crazy- She's not for this? She, she's on probably TikTok, about yeah. to. Yes. Yeah, like, they're just amazing. And she's learned all this over maybe three or four years I've watched this. And she's now on 72K. She's on like yeah. 16K the other day or like 17. And it's just blown up. Yeah. And people are like, oh, overnight success, maybe on that. But like, no. it's not at all.
1: Well she's probably not even making any money yet. So it's not success in a way. Yeah,
0: but no no no, but like now she's 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 now able to start doing courses. She's now able to start doing like long term courses and helping people do it themselves. But what I'm saying is like even if she's not successful for another year, she's still gonna carry on doing what she's been doing every single day whilst working those other jobs because she sees the value in doing something she enjoys and sees at some point during the future there's money to be made.
1: Yeah. And that, but that's why it's important to have your why because you're yeah. going to have to do all the born stuff. Yeah. Like, do you think I really want to sit and do courses? Do you think I really like st- especially courses that I know every single thing about that yeah, cause yeah. I've read in books? But I need yeah. this, I need the certification yeah. before yeah. I can teach yeah. or before I can talk. So I have to do all this born work like this. And without my why, yeah. that would be given up.
0: Yeah. So. And I think it's like people can be like, "Oh, it's easy for you to because you've got money now," but like you didn't have money before. You're doing it when you were doing it. For I, free.
1: I've been doing I've been doing my Instagram for free for four year, for three years before I got my first payment.
0: Yeah, it's mental, it's isn't three it?
1: Three or four years, maybe. And even at that, I was reading and doing all stuff.
0: Yeah, and I think people have got to realize is like, what if it will be better received than you think it will.
1: Yeah, and it's not even that, like, say, right, someone's like, oh, I'm getting real, so a lot of people be like, I'm really frustrated, my thing's not growing. I never concentrate on that. I've never concentrated yeah. on my thing, having more followers. I've never, I think at the start, maybe like, I was like, oh, I'd love to have 20K, but like, yeah. then I just realized, like, I would just go into my message and I would just read one message.
0: Yeah. And then once
1: the message would be like, I need to really change my mind on my I behavior. And you've actually, like, the messages I get, it's just like, I don't need anything more
0: it is crazy,
1: and then that strives me to just keep freaking going.
0: What have I got? People yeah. buzzy about it. I don't go into my requests nearly enough. I think I might get start people start emailing me, so I feel important.
1: Yeah, do that. Even though it's harder because you have to sit down and do it. You've seen some of my emails, like yeah, you got, you, you, you haven't have, read them, but like I've showed you the length of some of them. I
0: don't want to read them. Oh, no, like yeah. honestly, there's no. Paragraphs. And they're all the exact
1: same answer. I know exactly what they're saying. <laughs> it's a <laughs> yeah, whole story yeah. about them and a the boy, and it's always got to do with their self-worth is on that person loving them. So yeah. they're like, he's done this, he's done that. Why would he do that? So they need that person to just love them, to feel good. And then they yeah. need to concentrate on themselves. Like it's usually the, yeah. the answer I'm given.
0: Nice. Right. And now you're gonna put that all on your podcast.
1: Yeah. On your podcast. most
0: recent podcast is what you've learned from therapy. Yeah. I wanna go blow for blow here. Right. And just go like, what was your best lesson you've learned from therapy?
1: Okay. Definitely that I have had so many conditions about success because I couldn't I just never seen myself as successful because I was always really like skint and it was kind of like a fun Mm. Travel skint (coughs) blogger and everyone laughed about me doing all that stuff and I just felt like that was my identity and I also felt that because I grew up in a town where no one unless you your family has money that you don't You can't just randomly just have money and be Mm. successful and that was ingrained and um, what else was ingrained with me was obviously I, I worked for the rich and the famous all the time, like I all, basically all my life since I was eighteen. Yeah. So I did like entertainment management, so I looked after like the biggest DJs and like, so I had an insight into the rich and famous. Yeah. And there was something missing for me for them. Like they, they seemed to like want to impress strangers, but then, and they just did things that like the way that I wouldn't want to do to do. Do you know what I yeah, mean? I couldn't yeah. really describe it. And she and then my therapist just turned around to me and she was just like that does not have to be you though you can have your success in a completely different way than anyone else mm. so i didn't have to have all the fancy fucking louis vuitton and things like that i always thought that that's what that w- and i didn't like that when i looked at that yeah so i pit success with designer handbags and but instead i i wanted differently like i want good experiences in life i wanted to spoil my family and like i have all this I have all this at the minute where like I can spoil my family. I can buy mom, my mom and dad whatever the while. Like I buy them holidays. And and I just think that's so, that was that's my definition of success. Yeah. So I didn't have to define myself from that. And that was probably the, that's what just changed everything for me. Cause I was like, I can be successful if I want. And I went out of that session and I made a poster for my first retreat and didn't have a clue about anything, but told everyone it was happening and then just went and did it. And I've been I love that And now I'm on my fourth Limited company So
0: That's mad
1: Yeah
0: I love that Mine's not as cool
1: Yeah but you're You're three years behind me You started You have to remember That I started And I didn't start Getting paid to three years I only really became Successful this year um, mm. In terms of money This year So it's my first year So oh. I've been I've been In I had an Instagram t- I got 10k About four years ago
0: yeah, I didn't mean that. I just meant in terms of, like, that's cool about therapy. That, oh, that's, okay. That's, that's I what I you, meant, you. Like, you're I don't like, care about the Instagram stuff. No, oh. <laughs> so, but
1: I mean, like... No, that's really, your, that's really good. That's really yeah. good for you.
0: Um, I, like, one of the main things that I'd taken from therapy was where my values lay. Yeah. And where they actually... I thought they lay, but they, they didn't actually lay there. Uh, when my therapist asked about my family, I led with what jobs they did right and it was because of, of so much time i was i was putting so much of my value on the job title that I had and i was like i'm selling health insurance for me that wasn't good enough yeah for me that wasn't like what i wanted to do and it took me like a time and like to work through with her like, i was like i actually don't need to be doing anything i don't need to care about anything i don't need to care about job titles and like i put a, um shared something on instagram the other day about this like well people want people like think success looks like a circle split in half with salary on one side and then job title on the other when no. really it's just like mental health like well like loads of different things that add up in a pie chart and like your job title and like wealth are like small small parts of that yeah because
1: it's your definition like of success yeah your definition of success and everyone has a different definition
0: and i literally led with like when she asked like what my mum and dad are like and what my sister are like i led with their job title and I was like, "Wow, that's so fucked." Because there's so much. <laughs> but that more came than from that. childhood. They've that's like, the way
1: your mom and dad raised you. Like, maybe if they went to speak about someone, they would say their job title. That maybe, sense of it.
0: maybe I think like my mom's always ha- had like quite a good job title. My mom got an OBE um, for mm-hmm. services to midwifery, and she's always been like quite like she's worked her way to like oh, high yeah. up in but the people NHS. People probably
1: see them as higher class in a sense, and like it's true, like because mm. and then. There, that's that's the way it is, like job title. Yeah. Whilst would I mean, would grow up with like, my mum would like say one of the rich people in the town or something. Yeah. She'd be like, oh, who does she think she is? So I was ingrained of, yeah. if I get rich or I get successful, everyone's going to think I'm a dose of shite. Yeah. Like that's what you call it in Ireland. And really dose.
0: that's not the reason you're a uh, dose of shite. But that's There's loads a, of other reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
1: you. But yeah, that's kind of what I believed. Like, it's yeah. mad. Like the things that...
0: It is crazy. It is crazy. I'll have to speak to my mum about that.
1: Yeah, because I bet you're right. Now I think about this, I bet you, your mom and dad are seen as, as like valued people in your in your.
0: Were you gonna say church. No,
1: no, in like your society nah. or where you live.
0: Nah, no one like no one really knows us. We're just like oh really? I hate that. Oh, I would hate that. Like I thought that that's came. why, and then that's nah. why you had a job. England's title. not like that. You don't trust your neighbors in England. Oh my god! If I someone I came like, like
1: you would be a posh boy, and you would have like nah
0: like. They've they've got money now because people have died,
1: <laughs>
0: and like they've worked for ages through that. Like they've always used like they've just gone up the property ladder to get their money. Yeah. Like it's not that they've and like my dad took a lower paid job so that my mum could yeah. like go up in terms of like ah. so who's going to be the that's why that's why I'm like such a supporter of women, and I'm like like if if I had a wife or like a girlfriend who was like gonna have a like a super stressful job Like, oh my god let me look after the kids (laughs) (laughs) my dream is basically i just want to be a stay-at-home dad and look and do my podcast yeah that's That's i think that would be
1: perfect for you
0: that's that's what i want my life to be
1: yeah and it would be like imagine you got with a really really successful woman and you can like that's why some of my relationships broke down i told you that last night that yeah i was like you're gonna like freedom is my top priority so if your job only allows you to stay in one place, then we can't probably can't be together. Yeah. I have to be with someone who's like, right, and you know, I'm not gonna tell him to fucking quit his job and come work for me, but like, yeah. I would say, are you open to the future being us together in some sort of partnership mm. business, or we work together and we figure it out?
0: But blokes see it as different for some reason, like and there's so many men who have businesses who have their wives like just doing the books, said loosely, <laughs> and it's like they're not doing anything, but they're just on the payroll and they're just there to support. I don't see why blokes can't just fucking take a back step sometime and be like, hey, yeah, like, the- <laughs> you know, just, just go and get it, sister. Like, fucking Yeah, and plus some people her. really
1: enjoy it. Like, I have a little bit of a... Yeah. Like, I, like I've noticed now that my personality is that... Oh, a bit
0: I, of a kink, is it? No, you like I'm a bit of a sugar mama. Like, I really yeah. enjoy...
1: Spoiling. Like, it's my thing. I don't... Even with friends, it's something that I really enjoy, and it's the reason why I work. Like, yeah. what I notice when I you started to gain money as I had money to pay for people's meals. I could send them mm. little gifts Yeah. and you know I have everyone on a file like my assistant has everyone on a file everyone's birthday and they all get a gift and sometimes when I'm working that's what I work for because yeah. it's something I really enjoy to make them smile
0: yeah uh, it's 4th of November by the way
1: your birthday? yeah, yeah. okay but yeah, you course. don't want a cake or a, a birthday big
0: big birthday party big I think cake. you'll be back here for your birthday really sounds uh, yeah I think I probably will yeah Yeah. that'd
1: be good <gasps> it'd be so fun you can yeah. double date because Jack will be here
0: yeah. Who will I be with? Oh, really? <laughs> um, if
1: you don't start liking her photos, you might not.
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not even really going to go into that. We're keeping the liking the photos out of my right. podcast. This is a mature place to have right. a conversation.
1: What's wrong with my podcast? Nothing. I, sure.
0: I do. I think your podcast is really good. Oh, I particularly enjoyed the one where you're on your own. Yeah. I think you've got a lot to offer people when you just sit there and you just spit bars and chat yeah. and it's difficult i think like because yeah. you are just starting and you're not instantly going to be great but there'll be a time in like six months time when you sit in front of a mic and you can just you life. can just talk and like sometimes like i'm um, and i are uh, but that's part of it right people don't just not i'm um, and r uh, in real life people that do are people who have like do, people that don't do that have been trained in public speaking and they're like robotic yeah that's not what life's like
1: there's an A. Manana.
0: There's I'm in an R in life.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. You give me to be fair. You pushed me because without you telling me to do one on my own, I probably wouldn't have. Like I was, con- I never thought about doing one on my own. And then you were mm. like, "Shania, you need to do one on your own." And I was like, "Oh my God, no!" And you know what? Without you and Siobhan saying that, I just wouldn't have done that. And it's my most liked podcast so yeah, far. the last two is. podcasts have been the most liked. So, do
0: you ever need advice? I'm. I'm yeah. here for it. You
1: are good. You're a good podcast. Um, you're like a podcast... Uh. Co- a podcast connoisseur. Maybe. A
0: podcast connoisseur. I could, I could be a podcast coach.
1: Yeah, you could be. There are people that do. do that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I what? know.
0: And they've got shite podcasts as well. <laughs> it, True. M- it annoys me. I put I put, I put that information out there for free the other day because I was like... it annoys me that people charge for that when they haven't actually succeeded you don't see joe rogan offering his services as but a podcast the thing coach is,
1: because he doesn't have fucking time if you offer your services so you, as a podcast you do, coach, see what comes to coaching right <laughs> coaching usually isn't to do with the advice for me i think like when i have a coach it's because i have need someone to give me self-belief to say no that is actually really good go push 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 because i can just talk myself out of it with imposter syndrome whilst a coach keeps you like my coach is like, she needs this is so valuable, like you need to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like sometimes I just need that. And that's what I'm coach- yeah, But I could do that for you but- for
0: free. You've got don't get ever get a podcast coach. Come for me. i I promise I'll do it for free. But I have um but yeah, no, I get that. I get there's value in coaching. Um but it's just not for me. I haven't got coaching anything apart from my therapist.
1: Yeah, but that's what you want. Yeah. It's your vibe.
0: It's just my vibe. We're all different, right? It's yeah, just my vibe. that's your vibe. Um, Sinead, what's coming up for As you? In
1: like, oh, okay. So I obviously have been doing meditation. I did a few courses there um, with people and they went really well. And it really pushed me to start a meditation. um, Oh my God, now I'm noticing the M's. A meditation course. So it's a 21-day course. I'm currently going to be recording it in the studio by the sounds of it. Yeah. Um, and a few of my meditations have just really helped people brought a lot of emotions and i really want people to get to know who they are so yeah. that it's it so they can get their purpose and um, it probably won't be that much money because you know me and not yeah. charging people <laughs> so it would be easy so that's probably the next thing coming up for me i've got a few seminars and i would love love to get grown over so i can do events
0: yeah
1: um because i would start my own events yeah i have an events company as well but it's just been it's just dead at the minute it. so yeah,
0: okay yeah all right so well, if you ever need an opener i'm here for it yeah um watch your instagram where can people find you sinead <laughs> says is I the should, podcast
1: <laughs> the sinead says podcast because people keep asking me about it and it's the the that's not making people search the 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 the, the, the. Okay. um and then my my instagram was at sinead i don't have any what else do i have tiktok
0: nah your TikTok. website
1: Website, but nobody's on websites Even though my website mm. is sick, if you've ever been on it, because it's got all my articles on it. If you go to, if you're struggling with relationships, go into the relationships blog. Yeah. Um. There's hundreds, not hundreds. That's a lie. That's a lie. It, there's a few articles right, on you're relationships. That's a lie. Um. My book is on there. I have a free ebook for people. Um. Just tools for anxiety. Um. I think that's all my platforms.
0: Yeah, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, I think I got it. Thanks coming on. It's it. um. It's been nice to sit down. It's not, well, it's nice to meet you, Sinead. Um, I know, it's like we already know each other. I know, cause we've spoken, we've obviously spoken over Zoom before, and then we've had like a couple of FaceTimes chat about podcasts and yeah. book affiliate links and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's been, nice to, it's been nice to meet you, and it's nice to know that you're not full of shit. Ah, oh, um, thanks. And that's, that's probably the, the best you're going to get out of me in terms of compliments. But okay. thanks so much for coming on. You've been a massive help with a need to read, and hopefully we'll have many more. Conversations like this in the future. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you so much for listening uh, to that episode with Sinead. Hopefully, you got as much out of that conversation as I did. She's an absolute legend, and her brain is full of all the good information. If you enjoyed the episode, please do go back and have a listen to a couple of the other ones that I've done in the past. There are some good ones hidden in there, I promise you. And if you have been listening for a long time and you are a fan of what I do, and you want to support the podcast, there's a couple ways in which you can do that. Of course, you can use the Better Help link if you want therapy, but only do that if you feel like you need therapy. Don't just do that for my sake. If you want to just contribute to my creating of the podcast, go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash need to read. Got the option for buy me a book there. And finally, if you'd like to become a patron, you get to join the book club. That starts at 3 you get live Q&As from me each month, bonus episodes, loads of giveaways and that is at patreon.com forward slash a need to read. There is a bonus episode on there at the moment about daily routine optimization, and there are many more to come. So that's patreon.com forward slash a need to read and if you don't want to do any of that, who cares? Thank you so much for listening, I appreciate you nonetheless. If you run up a podcast, drop us a review, and then you're even more of a legend. Take it easy. Love you. Bye.